Hello, 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 what is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. Oh, so <laughs> some Skittles on the ground. I know what those are from. You guys remember that podcast I filmed with Jake where we got the snow plow coming by. We were a wave to him. Hey, man. Anyways, you guys remember those Skittles? Those Skittles are... um. <laughs> those Skittles are from that podcast I did with Jake. Those zombie Skittles. I believe it was the Halloween episode where we did that. And, um, wow. Let me just tell you, those were god-awful. Um, it is... It is, uh... I probably could have shoveled, but I didn't. The car's warming up in the garage, so, you know, filling the, filling the garage up with some, uh... Um... Carbon monoxide? Is that what the fuck it gets out of the car? I don't know. Well, oh, now we're in the car. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Driving with Randy. Um, it, we, we don't get to ever park in the garage, so we parked in the garage today because the mother... Hey, she irritated me this morning. So I get the garage. That's that's kind of my logic. I don't think that's pretty good logic, but it's my logic. We got 367 miles until we are empty. I really want. I'm running a little late given the the, the weather conditions, but I actually kind of want to go to a parking lot and just whip a donut. So. With that being said, we might go do that. Fuck the alignment. Screw my tires. We got, we got things to do, baby. Um, I would just like it. It's bright out. When you get that fresh snow and then the sun comes out, it just it gets very bright, and it's a little hard to drive. Um, I I don't even know if I, I I said this, but welcome to the podcast. My name is Road Rage Randy. Come on into my van. You guys are my passengers and for those of you that have never tuned in to this glorious podcast um where the hell's my wallet oh it's right here uh, my name is road rage randy this is a podcast that we record from my vehicle my my 2007 toyota sienna boy do i love this thing it is just a fabulous little work of art or or manufacturing it it was just I feel like it's a it was manufactured and made by some of the best car experts in the world this is probably one of the biggest biggest creation of its time unlike Tesla's fuck Tesla's you guys know I hate Tesla's (laughs) Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying my Toyota Sienna is better than a Tesla. It is. It is. And don't don't get me wrong. It's just I can't believe I'm admitting that to you guys because there's going to be some backlash people hate. But that's okay. Um we're just shoving a piece of gum in the mouth. Today I I didn't know what we were going to podcast about, but I think what we're going to podcast about is a game I used to play. A computer game. And by used to, I mean I still, I'm on a break right now. The game is kind of, you play, you take a break. 
you play, you take a break. You play, and then you take a break. Just because it, the grinding gets old. For those of you that know the game, it is called RuneScape. Now, RuneScape is a game that I played when I was growing up. Um, if you don't know what it is and you're going to listen to the podcast, it's essentially an MMORPG. So, a massive multi-online role-playing game um, that takes place in the the knights era. Like, there's knights and there's kings and there's, like, dragons. And essentially, you're a character. You start off as a level 3 and you go and you level different skills, which go up to level 99. Now, the original game I grew up playing and... What ended up happening is they changed the combat system so much and so many people didn't like it. Now, don't get me wrong, people like it, but that is now known as RuneScape 3. And when you're referring to playing back in the old games, you refer to as pre-EOC, pre-evolution of combat. And um, I was a pre-EOCer. I don't like the new combat system, but they came out with a... 2007 release of the game which is community ran they do polls and and such oh my goodness the road condition uh they do polls and such and um they take into consideration what the community wants now they do make some changes that are against the community which usually result in backlash um but for i understand for that the progress of the game sometimes things have to be put into effect now playing pre-eoc you know used to be a game you just you come home from school and you immediately want to get on now for some reason it tend to mess up our computer i think the java just uh didn't go well with our computer so it tended to mess it up um but i spent countless hours um i remember when i first got the game i was trying to um my my brother played at the time so we'd have to trade off who gets the computer when and all that it was just it was kind of like you didn't know how the game worked and you didn't have a lot of time to play so you just went on to play and then as time progressed the game or the people who enjoy the game got older so like me and from there you start seeing people taking a little more seriously being more worried about how to do things and most efficient way to do things and it kind of just the game blew up again now pre-oc this was probably back in middle school or high school um i got very interested so the big thing back then was worrying about your money and not your stats. So if you had a giant cash stack, you were a baller. And I, I knew going into it that you know sitting there and doing skills wasn't the way I was going to go about it. You think I'm going to sit here and chop, chop 1K U logs to make 300K back in the day? No. It just take way too long. You know, you start looking into alternative methods like botting, which is 
Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with the game, botting is pretty much a program that will do the skill for you, which is a bannable offense if they catch you. Um, but essentially, I, I knew I had to make money. I knew I wanted to make money, but I had to develop a plan on how I was going to do that. And the way I... Holy crap, we're slipping, sliding all over these roads. Um, the way I decided to do that was I was going to do what is known as luring. I came across some YouTube videos and it just it really inspired me watching these people make millions of gold on this game by luring. Now, luring is essentially you would you would convince somebody to bring valuable items into a dangerous place. Hey, it's Randy's Electric. This is not a sponsor, but we're driving next to a guy who who's uh who whose car says Randy Electric. It's not my company, but I'm Randy. I'm Road Rage Randy. I have my podcast driving with Randy. I should pimp my car out like him. Anyways, luring. So you'd pretty much convince people to go into these dangerous areas and then you'd kill them for their shit. So essentially you're stealing their stuff from them. And the the videos really inspired me to do that. You know, when you're in middle school and you're playing a game, you kind of anything goes. When you wanna wanna make money, you wanna be the best. So I started with one of my friends, um, we'd, we'd have, we'd have sleepovers. So I'd sleep over at his house and we'd just play all night long. And pretty much one night I'm like, let's try and lure people. And from there we kind of developed a method. Um, it, it was nothing of significance. It was just a matter of getting our skills right to the point where we're good at what was known as talking. Um, talking is pretty much you'd have a talker and you'd have a convincer um in most lures you'd have a talker you'd have a convincer and you'd have a victim um what pretty much happened was we developed this method where we would take people up to level 40 some wilderness that's where we would kill people. And there was an area where it was known people would bought white berries. So white berries were 1.2K each back in the day, which is a significant amount of money. And people would use a botting program to have their character just pick up these white berries all day long. And, you know... Uh, when you collect a full inventory and that's like what 58k or something i can't do the math in my head but no that'd be 2k each um maybe 56k um essentially you had you'd get maybe i don't know you get around 40k in inventory right and that adds up if you're doing it all day long because it doesn't take long to do that um what we came up with was a method of hey 
just bring three items. That way you won't lose any if you die. So three items was, if you die in the wilderness, you keep three items if you're unscalded. You keep four if you have protection prayer. Um, if you're scald, you keep no items unless you have item protect. And then we call that one item. We call that plus one. You're plus one. So people, would, people often go out one iteming in the current day where they'll just go out with um, one of the best swords in their game. And they're not afraid of losing it because they'll just keep the protection prayer on and something that um so essentially we'd convince these people to bring three items convincing them that they're not going to lose anything and what we do is we'd have two of our friends sit there and pretend to be bots along with the bots so they'd sit there and pick white berries we'd start attacking the um we'd start attacking the whiteberry bots and as soon as uh, you're making a mess all over my windshield you stupid truck and my windshield wipers are not good right now not good at all um, so we'd convince them to go out there and skull and we'd get items now we weren't making a lot of money we were making maybe 100 200k um, like an hour. We, we'd get one or two people an hour. Actually, we probably were getting four or five people an hour, but the loot probably added up to 200K an hour. And when we split that, it didn't add up to a lot. Um, but that's kind of the baseline of how we started this luring thing. And then my friend wasn't very into it. He enjoyed it, but he didn't have goals like I did. Like I really wanted to just go make a shit ton of money. And I, I, I kind of got involved in these clan chats where I'd start talking to people. I'd want to get involved in people luring. I, want, I, I didn't know how, the methods really. I just knew I created my own talking method um, to do this. This was my own lure, the whiteberry lure. Now, if you presented the whiteberry lure to any big lure, they'd be like, you're an idiot. You're making like chump change compared to what I make because they were luring for millions of gold and we were making you know a few hundred thousand an hour and they were making millions an hour sometimes bill um that sometimes billions an hour and I just got obsessed with all these lures I tried to teach myself how to do this and then I came across a guy my first big lure he's like I was hanging out in this chat and he goes, hey, I have someone, I need a talker. I'm like, okay. I didn't know what I was doing. I told the guy, I don't know what I'm doing, but he's like, you're the only one, you gotta, you, you, um, I'll help you out. I'm like, all right, beautiful. So this guy took me in for one of his lures and we did what was known as a chin chompa lure. Now the basis behind this lure is we go into multi-combat zone um, we tell the guy to bring three items. He's not going to be attacking anybody. And then we give him an item that's a multi-way item. So me and the guy would be standing right next to each other. So when the guy attacks with the multi-way item, he gets four scald and he loses all of his stuff. And 
so that's what we did. The, the, it's called a chinchapa lure because the item used are chinchapas. Chinchapas explode. They kill everything within the, or they make damage to within the, the nine tile zone. Um, so we ended up getting this guy for 2.4 million and I was hyped. Because one million would take me forever to make. So a, a split, I got, you know, 1.2 mil. And from there, I, I'm i like, dang, this method is viable. So I taught my friend this method. And we started using it. We started making more money, you know, getting some mills, getting some whips. That, that was the whole thing. We were getting abyssal whips. And from there, we... I just, I was, you know, you kind of get greedy. You're like, yeah, I'm now making two mil an hour doing this, but I want more. I want bigger and better lures. So I came up with this method, my own talking method. Now there's something called a red portal, red portal lure, and there's something called a purple portal lure. Oftentimes, you'd have the same or similar talking method. I used my own, you know, this wasn't leaked on YouTube or anything, I used my own method. You know what, I'm actually really off track because I'm talking in pay to play right now. Um, But my, my luring career started in free to play. So free to play, you don't have all the areas and spells that you have in pay to play. I started in free to play and I used my own method in what's called the red portal to pretty much convince a guy to go deep with all of his money and I'd kill him for it and I'd make a bunch of money. Um, it's, it's actually, so I started in free to play and then I worked my way to pay to play and then I used my free to play method and I transferred it over to pay to play. So let me break it down for you how this works. So first I would have to find my victim. Does the victim know they're the victim? Yes, yes they do. Well, oh shit, the roads are so bad. I don't know what, these guys drive like such morons. Like we're in the slush and they're just slamming on their brakes. Not ideal um so i'd go find a victim so there's this area known as the grand exchange that's where everybody went to trade their items you go to world two or world one that's where you find your victims now how would i go about this so step one i changed my character to a female character why female characters are people believe females but the, the whole goal is you're a female character, but you tell the person you're a male, but you're using the female character because other people will think you're a female. You, you'll, uh, you, you'll figure out what I mean in a moment. So essentially, I would find someone and I'd just ask a simple question. I'd add them as a friend and I'd be like, hey, can I ask you? what your top is called, what is your hat called, some kind of a unique thing, just something to make small talk. You get talking to them, talk, 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 and then and then what you do is you gotta get these people thinking money. You gotta get them being greedy. 
So I would bring up how I make a lot of money. I make tons of money. And they'd get curious and they'd always ask you how. Because rich want to get richer. And, you know, I like I said, I started from scratch. I was I had probably 10 mil at the time I started luring for the... I, I would double my bank every lure. It was crazy. Um, I'd find these people. I'd make friends with them. We'd get talking about money. And I'd say, yeah, I mean, I make a lot of money. Um, I do what's called luring. Everyone knew what luring was because everyone had to keep their eye open for lures. They didn't want to get lured. And I pretty much said, yeah, I mean, if you want to ever help, I'd split with you 60-40 or 50-50. Heck, even I'd really like to help you out. Maybe we can do a 40-60 where I'd give him 60% and I keep 40%. And I'd say it'd be no risk to you. You don't have to risk anything. It'd be all money for you. And that's where it gets them. If there's a no risk to them profit opportunity with a guy who's making millions or claims to be, you know, when I was when when I was starting out, I had to fake it to make it. And then once I made it, I had things to show for it. You know, I'd be able to show them 240 mil and be like, yeah, I mean, I that's just yesterday's loot or something. Even though that was like my bank, because I, I wasn't big. I was I was like your amateur kind of a lure and pretty much from there I'd say yeah I mean if I find someone I'll let you know I I kid you not some days you'd be able to 10 minutes later be like hey I found someone or you'd be like you know like um, a day later you'd be like hey I have someone I need you meet me here don't wear anything no risk to you. I'll tell you what to say. Stuff like that. So essentially, you are telling them that you guys are going to lure somebody else, but then you turn on them. And so the person I was going to lure was my friend Nick. Now, I created this talking method um, that was pretty much... Um, I need to explain the female thing. So I was a female character because what I would do is, so we have Nick and then we have, we'll call them the victim. But the victim doesn't know they're the victim. So we tell the victim, yeah, this Nick guy thinks I'm a female IRL, one idiot, just because I have a female character. So your victim would know that you're actually a guy but Nick thinks you're a female, even though in reality, Nick knows you're a guy. They both know you're a guy. So what we do is I would sit there and I would try and lure my friend Nick. And long story short, we'd go through about three rounds where I would pull Nick in and then I'd pull the other guy in and then Nick would get scared and he'd run out because he had all of his items and He'd say something along the lines of like, why am I risking and he has nothing? I don't want to die. You're like, oh, we're just, and I say, hey, we're just shooting a music video. You know, it's, it's like, it's blatantly obvious 
that if Nick is believing what I'm saying, he, he's actually like handicapped. Um, but to the guy, he just thinks, God, this guy's an idiot. I can't wait to steal his money. This is going to be great. And, you know, I'd make up some story about how um, my friend Nick was um, scamming people. So, you know, you have that kind of emotional attachment where the guy would be like, oh, beautiful. You know, I'm not hurting this random innocent guy. I'm hurting someone who's hurt other people kind of a deal. And pretty much after some trial and error and such, I, it essentially get down to, hey, um, I, I take these teleports. I think they work. I need you to risk. We, we'd try, I would try and convince the guy that I am not there for his stuff. So round one, he'd go in with nothing. Opportunity two, I'd tell him, just go bank it after you show the guy your stuff. Round three, I'd say, you know, walk him to the middle with your stuff and then you can run out and then I will, um, you know, bank your stuff and run back in. And then round four, I'd say this guy's getting really irritated. Um, Here, let me see if this still works. So I trade him some teleports and the teleports, so if you go in it in a safe, so you do no item risk, you go in safe teleports work but if you go in dangerous they do not work so i i take them into a safe area and i'd be like hey try these teleports i think they work you know i just i'm not going to kill you but i just want you to know that you have an alternative if this were to happen so i'd take them in he'd teleport out success i'm like beautiful just bring your stuff in um and then i'll kill the guy and there'll be no worries and so once Nick was in there with all of his stuff, you know, usually 60 to 100 mil, and then we had this other guy in there with 20 mil. He's like, why would we kill him for 20 when this guy's got 60? He's got a teleport. He's 100% safe, right? Nope, teleport doesn't work. We'd kill him. Me and Nick would live happily ever after. We'd make money, and we'd go split it. Yeah, some of the people would get angry with us. You know, we've had Skype lures where kids were crying, and... To me, it was kind of just it's part of the game. When I started the game again, back in, gosh, 2016 maybe, I made the vow that I would never scam anyone. I would never lure anybody. And believe it or not, um, one of my biggest lures I actually took I took care of back in the day, 40 minutes. Some idiot called me, so I don't know where I left off, but back in the day, um, I got a guy dead within 40 minutes. My biggest lure ever, actually. It was 89 mil, and I dual logged, so my friend Nick wasn't up, so I got up from school. God, these drivers! Drive! I'm trying to move over, and you guys just... Irritating. Um, essentially, from the time I woke up at seven o'clock, I had him dead by eight o'clock. Um, I dual logged, which means my friend Nick, I knew his password. He wasn't able to log in. Um, the guy that I killed actually bought it with real money, which is against the rules. So I killed him for it. Um, it was 
it was a good time. It was a good, I was very happy. Uh, 89 mil lure, that was, that was insane. Um, you know, I, when I started up again, I vowed that I wasn't going to lure or scam anybody. And believe it or not, um, I met these two guys names Jake and Brody and I joined their clan the second day of knowing them Brody traded me Jake's entire bank which was god 160 mil and this is after two days of knowing me um you know Brody knows now that you know you shouldn't do that um but not even for a second did I think about logging out and taking that guy's stuff. And you know what? I'm really happy that I didn't because when I met these two guys, I was in a very dark place in my life. I wasn't happy. And those two are... I've never met them in person, but those two are... Still, probably two of my best friends to this day. Um, none of us play RuneScape regularly, but we still do talk. And, you know, it, it kind of changed. I, I changed my ways from the middle school luring, taking people's money to just being friendly on the uh, games. And I met two of my best friends today through that game so I will be forever thankful for the game of RuneScape um, I actually met another guy that he lives about an hour and a half away from me and we met for lunch one time and if he's ever up here again we're certainly gonna you know we have plans to meet again I think meeting with strangers over the internet might not be the best idea but if you actually genuinely know the people you get to, you know you talk with them every day you got texts you you see what kind of a person they are on other social media you really kind of get you really kind of get a sense of who people are and for that I'm very grateful I hope I meet up with Brody and Jake one day I'm going to fly out to Connecticut and have ourselves a good time um, with that, I'm going to end the podcast, you know, a little different today. You know, we kind of talked about gaming, but it's, it's some content. I hope you guys very much enjoyed the podcast. Um, you can follow me on social media on Twitter at thoughts by Randy. You can go over to Reddit and we have r slash driving with Randy. I'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure you leave a review on iTunes um, send me a message on Twitter. Fan interaction, baby. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for tuning in. God bless you all. My name's Road Rage Randy. We'll see you next time. Peace.